Season 2, Episode 34, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism. Season 2, Episode 34, Christ's Reasons for Leaving the Land of Judea, where he, is, where he tarried with his disciples and baptized, which was uh, Episode 33. Uh, we're going to take a look at uh, John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. And for really for the narrative, and then episode 35, the next episode will be uh, Jesus with the woman at the well on his way back, well, to Galilee, where he's been gone approximately a year, the year that uh, A.T. Robertson calls approximately, first of all, and second of all, he uh, calls it the year of obscurity. I would say it ends with uh, great uh, acclaim, with the miracles he did in Jerusalem, and uh, he surpasses John the baptism in disciples and in baptisms, and he is he is very famous in Judea, and is going to become even more famous to where he can go anywhere without being. Uh, thronged, if you will, surrounded, uh, pressed upon. Uh, we're also going to take a look, look at Luke 3, uh, Matt chapter 1, uh, Mark chapter 1, uh, just a, a couple of verses there, and Luke chapter 4 verse there, as they comment on uh, this uh, episode in Christ's life. Uh, approximately A.D. 30, using Usher's chronology, uh, part 6, episode 24 to episode 36, I'm sorry, episode 24 to episode 36, the beginning of Jesus Christ's public ministry, A.T. Robertson, the year of obscurity, uh, based on A.T. Robertson, the harmony of the gospels, for students of the life of Christ, copyright 1922, and C.I. Schofield's reference Bible, copyright 19. 1909. Okay, <clears throat> I want to embarrass myself again by trying to remember the, uh, the Lord's first four disciples that are named so far. Uh, but he's got many more disciples, but uh, followers were called disciples, not just uh, the 12 apostles. Anyway, um, so it, it, this story begins with uh, Jesus being baptized at Bethany going out into the wilderness, uh, being tempted of Satan three times, coming back to Bethany. We're going to kind of revisit that when when we deal today with the uh, fact that John the Baptist very much pointed out that he baptized with water and that Jesus would baptize with the Holy Ghost. I, I've baptized somebody with water, but I've never... Well, it's, if you want to baptize somebody with the Holy Ghost, lead them to Christ. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's That's going to occur when they trust Christ. So his disciples, it sounded like, uh, anyway, I, I'm going to stick with the fact that we baptize with water and God is the one that baptizes with the Holy Ghost. That's We have a part in that as we share the gospel of the grace of God. All right, so, um, so he traveled from Bethany with uh, Andrew and Peter. And they go up to Bethsaida, which is the home of Andrew and Peter on the Sea of Galilee. They're fishermen. And they pick up Philip and Nathaniel. 
And then they go to Cana for the wedding at Cana, and uh, Jesus' mother is there. And then I guess the five of them go back to, or they go not back, but they go to Capernaum and stay for a while. And uh, after not many days, they travel south with, uh, again, Jesus, uh, his four disciples, Andrew, Peter, Philip, and Nathaniel, his mother, and it, it also says his brethren. Uh, some of us believe those would be siblings, half-siblings, let me put it that way. Okay, so they traveled 100 miles uphill to Jerusalem, and they're in Jerusalem, and they do great. Oh, well, first thing he does is clear out the temple, which I'm sure makes Caiaphas upset. And three years later, he says, you know, the big crime was you'll tear down this temple and rebuild it in three days. And even though Caiaphas says he knew he was talking about his body when he said that. Anyway, uh, then he goes out in, Jude, uh, in Jerusalem. He does many, many miracles. Uh, not really recorded what they are like they are in the other Gospels. And and uh, and also in John, we'll see. And uh, but uh, uh, Nicodemus says, "You, you, no man can do the miracles that you do except uh, he come from God." And Jesus said, "Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God." So uh, I quote that verse quite a bit when I'm talking to people about Jesus Christ, about the new birth. And it, it comes it's without fanfare. It did for me anyway, except when that girl said, if I never see you again, I'll see you in heaven as I was leaving the Bible study. And I said, you're right. I believed in the God of John 3.16. I believed that salvation was a gift. And I believed that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever. I said, that, I'm in. I'm in with whosoever. It's open to anybody. Sounds like my kind of God, my kind of deal free. I'll take it. Thank you very much. And she said, if I never see you again, I'll see you in heaven. And, and I and I thought about what she said. And I said, you're right. And I've never backed down from that for one minute. I, I believe I have eternal life. Jesus said, verily, verily, I say you, you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. John 4, um, John, 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 oh my gosh. Well, anyway, we'll get to it. Uh, John 6, 47. John 6, 47. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. All right, so then he went uh, Then he went out to Judea baptizing, and it doesn't really say where. I think it says where. Who does it say where? John or, or Jesus? Anyway, uh, I think it says, let me back up here. Um, um, and tarried with them and baptized uh, and John baptizing, yeah, it, it says where John the Baptist baptized in Anon Salam, which is about 50 miles north of uh, where he baptized Jesus. Uh, and Jesus possibly went to where he was baptized. I, it doesn't say. So that's what I wanted to clear up as I reviewed this. Anyway, he goes out here possibly to Bethany, but it doesn't say. That would be in Judea. And he baptizes there. And uh, many are baptized and many believe in him and become his disciples. So let's get back to this episode. All right, so uh, so that's where we're at. Um, 
So we'll pick up uh, with John. How did John, how did the last episode end? Uh, it was really uh, the passage of John 36. It ended with the testimony of John the Baptist. Uh, he that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. And uh, so it was called the, the dual or parallel ministry of Christ, who was out doing miracles and baptizing, and really it's the testimony of John the Baptist. I must increase and he must decrease. I must decrease and he must increase. All right, so uh, a little review there. And uh, let's uh, start with John chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. Uh, when therefore the Lord Jesus Christ knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than Jesus, and these disciples were followers, uh, I don't think they were the, of the 12, maybe some of them were. Uh, later chosen to be a part of the 12 apostles. But I think there's a difference between apostle and disciple. Although I would say Luke was a disciple, Mark was a disciple. They were followers of Christ that way. And, and it means learners. And as a teacher, I, I hear all the time that I discipled people that I had no idea I discipled. Some of them very, very surprising to me that I did. Tell your dad that I quote him every day, and uh, that was somebody that I would not uh, had guessed had trusted Christ or would ever quote me. Anyway, uh, so if you're a learner, you're going to find somebody to learn from. And when it comes to uh, the computer or my phone, I'm a disciple of middle school kids because they know all about it, all that stuff. But anyway, all right, uh, learners learn. And I think Paul summed up uh, discipleship as uh, follow me as I follow Christ. And if we do follow Christ closely, people will, will uh, want to learn what we know. Okay, uh, John chapter 4, verse 1. When therefore the Lord knew that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made more disciples made and baptized more disciples than John. He's eclipsed John. Though Jesus himself baptized not. And uh, I'm going to go with Jesus didn't baptize with water as his disciples did, as John did. John said, I, I baptize with water, but there comes one that baptizes with the Holy Ghost. Uh, but his disciples did the baptizing, I think is what John chapter. John chapter 4 verse 2 is saying, uh, verse 3 of John chapter 4, uh, Jesus left Judea and departed again to Galilee. So this is, it's, he's not in Galilee yet because he's got to go through Samaria, which is the next episode. Uh, and verse 4 says, and he, Jesus, must needs go through Samaria because he's got to meet the woman at the well and lead her to the Lord and just give us that incredible story that is only recorded in the Gospel of John. And I would argue that I agree with uh, A.T. Robertson that the quote-unquote year of obscurity uh, is only systematically covered in the book of John. Although we're going to uh, look at some other uh, verses, but uh, 
just kind of summing up the ministry here. But before we do, I'll, when I was coming up, I know the president of my Bible college spent an awful lot of time talking about the difference, differences in baptisms. And, and I would argue there's two basic differences. One is, is uh, baptism with water, which I did uh, this last year for the first time. One of my parishioners who left, uh, kind of moved on uh, when she was 15, uh, called me up, she's in her 40s now, called me up and said, I'm gonna be down in the Keys, uh, can, you, can you baptize me? And uh, so we set it up, I went down to Bahia Hana State Park and we publicly baptized her in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost and uh, buried with him in the likeness of his death and raised with him in the likeness to newness of life. Anyway, uh, in his resurrection. So that's what baptism is, a picture of Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. Anyway, it's, it's supposed to be an outward sign of an inward condition. Uh, God likes those, I guess. So you, we, have, we have communion, which is uh, you show the Lord's death until he comes. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. I would say it's an outward sign of, of something much more important than the sign itself. Anyway, uh, in verse 33, and I want to read the verses around this, but I want to read verse 33 first. Uh, John's doing the talking here. He said in John chapter 1, verse 33, so if you want to turn back to John chapter 1, verse 33, we were just in the book of John. And I knew him not, speaking of the Messiah. This, this he is saying after he knew him. This he is saying when, he, when Jesus comes back from his temptation in the wilderness, and John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And, uh, and I knew him not, but now I do. He's right there. Uh, but he that sent me to baptize with water, which I would assume, it really doesn't say whether it was a, you know, an angel that came to him and said, Okay, I got a job. I think it was God himself, the Holy Spirit, that the same said unto me, Unto whom thou shalt see the Spirit of Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same as he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost. So uh, that's God's business. If I led you to think that we have a part in that, we share the gospel. And uh, um, we teach people, but uh, that is really God's business, the Holy Spirit. But I think it does come into every believer at the moment they trust Christ. I think uh, Jack... Jack had a had a pastor. Jack had a, a an influence on me. Absolutely, sharing the word of God, and Sue uh, brought it all together. When she said, "If I never see you again, I'll see you in heaven," and I thought about it, and I said, "You're right." All right, I want to just take a look at verse 29, uh, John chapter one, verse 29. So we should be right there. I just read 33. I'm going to read it again because I want to read John chapter one, verses 29 through 34. Verse 29, the next day, John had been baptizing down at uh, Bethany, where he baptized Jesus for 40 days um, without, I'm trying to get my map up again, not that I need it, but anyway, Beth, Bethany, um, the next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith unto him, behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. They did not have a whole lot of time together because when when Jesus came up out of the water, the, the Spirit descended on him, 
and a voice came from heaven, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, and Jesus was carried away in the spirit into the wilderness. So they didn't have a lot of time to fellowship, you know, talk it over. I think they knew each other because Mary went to Elizabeth when she found out she was going to be the mother of the Messiah, and Mary filled with the Holy Ghost said, uh, and, and the babe filled with the Holy Ghost in her womb, leaped for joy uh, and said, you know, you're, you're the mother of my Lord. And um, so anyway, I love this picture of, of Jesus coming back from the wilderness, seeing John baptizing or talking to his people. The next day, John see Jesus coming unto him coming to John the Baptist, I would guess he got pretty close, and saith to the crowd or people around him, his disciples, Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. And his disciples, he, it's right here where he loses a couple of them, uh, one or two. But but Andrew and Peter follow him. I don't know if Peter... Andrew was definitely a disciple of, G, of uh, John the Baptist, but I don't know if Peter was or not. But they, Andrew was related to Peter, and I don't know what Peter the fisherman would be doing down there at the baptism of John the Baptist unless he was with his brother. But maybe brother, his brother said, hey, come listen to this guy talk about the Messiah. Anyway, verse, uh, John chapter 1, verse 29. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God that takest away the sins of the world. I just love that. That's my favorite name of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God that takest away the sins of the world. I just love to I love to put a, a wallet in one hand and my right in my left hand and I love to say let's say this is me and that my wallet represents my sin and I like to say with my right hand this is the Lord Jesus Christ he had no sin and I like to take the wallet take, have my right hand take the wallet off my left hand and say behold the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world he did that for everybody all your sins are paid for it's a shame that you're, it's not counted for you unless you believe. Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. So you're saved the same, we're saved the same way Abraham was. Faith, faith alone. Verse 30, this is he of whom I said. So he's teaching his disciples that are standing around him when Jesus comes to see him. He, he, always teaching, I guess. Teachers do that, have a tendency to do that. So let me read it in context here. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saying, Behold, the Lamb of God that takest away the sins of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he is he was before me. John the Baptist has spent, I would say, six months of his ministry not knowing who the Messiah was, and now he does. He spent the last 40 days knowing it was his first cousin, or twice removed, I would guess. But anyway, um, this it's Jesus. There he is, right there. Behold, the Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me cometh a man as per preferred before me, for he was before me. He's the beginner. He's the creator. Verse 31, And I knew him not. I didn't know who he was. I, I mean, I think he knew Jesus, his cousin, because his, his mother and John the Baptist's mother Elizabeth and Jesus' mother Mary were very close friends, I think, and relatives, first cousins, maybe a couple of times removed. I, I'm not sure. Anyway, it could have been that, that Mary's grandmother was Elizabeth's first cousin. I'm not exactly, it doesn't say. 
we're all cousins no more than 70th 70th removed so that's pretty cool uh, you can look that up I talked about it before um, we're all we're all 70th cousins at most 70th removed we're cousins at most 70th 70th cousins let me put it that way not removed 70th cousins this is he of whom I said after me cometh a man before which is preferred before me for he was before me and I knew him not but that he should be made manifest unto Israel which he's going to be in a very big way therefore I am come baptizing with water now this is this is before he's become known because this is at the very beginning of the ministry I told you started down in Bethany and then goes up to Bethsaida and goes to Cana goes to Capernaum goes to Jerusalem goes to but this is back when he came back from the wilderness down at Bethany before he made that big horseshoe trip up to the Sea of Galilee and I knew him not but that he should be made manifest to Israel therefore am I come baptizing with water and John bear record saying I saw the spirit of descending from heaven like a dove and it abode on him this is how I knew it was him he that said I would recognize him this way and I knew him not but he that sent me to baptize with water the same said unto me upon whom thou shalt see the spirit descending and remaining on him the same is he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost verse 34 John the Baptist says and I saw and bear record that this Jesus is the Son of God so I'll read 29 through 34 in context this Jesus coming unto him is the Son of God so if you need any clearer than that there it is okay um, we're going to take a look at some other verses real quick uh, in Luke Matthew and Mark uh, that talk about uh, this time period uh, because Herod is going to go after John the Baptist because John the Baptist reproved him for Herodias his brother's uh, Philip's wife so Herod has a brother and he's stolen his wife and John the Baptist says that's not cool king of the Jews because that's what Herod is anyway verse 19 John cha Luke chapter 3 verse 19 Luke chapter 3 verse 19 Luke chapter 3 verse 19 but Herod the tetrarch tetrarch is an archaic word meaning subordinate ruler being reproved by John the Baptist for Herodias his brother Philip's wife and for all the evil which Herod had done now this is not the Herod that killed all the babies when Jesus was born because that Herod died that Joseph didn't come back to Judea until that Herod had died but there were six Herods so Herod is kind of like a title for the king of Israel at this point verse 20 added yet this above all this Herod about all that he did all evil which he had done he added this above all that he shut up John in prison 
and we'll talk about how John dies later. Okay, because I think that happens when Jesus is in Galilee with his ministry, which is not too many episodes away. 35 and 36, and then we're, then we're at uh, uh, part 7. We're leaving part 6. We're leaving the year of obscurity. Okay, Mark chapter 1, verse 14. Mark chapter 1, verse 14. Mark chapter 1, verse 14. Now after that John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. So this is, this is the Old Testament gospel. Uh, it's faith in G Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him righteousness. Abraham believed that the Messiah which would come through his line of, of, of with his wife, Sarah, even though she hadn't had a child yet and didn't have one until she was 100 years old. Um, Jesus came unto Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. It's by faith alone in Jesus Christ. They looked, and this is going to be the gospel of the tribulation. I don't, I don't pray for the kingdom to come. I pray for opportunities. I pray for boldness, like Paul does at the end of Ephesians 6, when he talks about the full armor of God. He says, and pray for me that I will have opportunities, doors of utterance, chances to share Christ with others. That's what I pray for. But if I was alive during the tribulation, I'd be praying, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven every single minute of every single day until I got slaughtered. Now, after John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the kingdom of God. I, I think the kingdom of God is still on the table for Israel until he's crucified. Then he switches. That The night before he was crucified, he, he instituted uh, the Lord's Supper. Show this until, the, I think he knows it's, you know, he knows that in 24 hours he will be absent body. He will be absent body, absent from the Lord. He will be in paradise, but after three days, he will pick up his body. Uh, Mary Magdalene sees him. He says, "Don't touch me. I've not yet risen to my Father." He, he leads captivity captives. He takes Adam all the way up to the thief on the cross, and whoever else died as a believer, if there was anybody that did that after Christ died, and the way he died, you know that. Might have been a lot of believers that that uh, that uh, centurion that said truly this was the son of God. He he w might, was probably in paradise. Well, I don't know. He he probably lived on uh, through the into the church age. But anyway, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. I don't want you to think it's a different gospel. It's just the gospel to the Jews. This is your king. Believe in him. The the. You know, Job was not Jewish, and he said, I know that my Redeemer lives. I would argue that, that Abraham wasn't Jewish. Isaac wasn't Jewish. The first Jewish person was Jacob. His name was changed to Israel. He had 12 sons. So these are just different economies, different time periods, different covenants, if you will, different dispensations. I don't know, whatever word you like. I don't like any of those words. Well, covenants I do, I guess. But I think they're in the Bible. But anyway, um, different time periods. You had the creation time period. You had the pre-flood world. You had the post-flood world. You had the Tower of Babel. You had uh, patriarchs being important. Uh, then you had the kings being important. But it's always been the Savior that all 
families of the world will be blessed through the child of Abraham. All right, uh, Mark chapter 1, verse 14. Now, after John was put in prison, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. So, uh, then we're going to turn to Matt chapter 4, verse 12. Matt chapter 4, verse 12. Matt chapter 4, verse 12. Now, when Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison, he departed into Galilee. So, there's a difference between John being John the Baptist being cast into prison and John being executed. So, he will be in Galilee, I think, when that happens. And word will come. And John the Baptist still, you know, he has a role to play here. There's stories about him. This is the stories of the life of Christ. Anyway, okay. And now we're going to take a look at Luke chapter 4, verse 14. Luke chapter 4, verse 14. The last verse we're going to look at. Luke chapter 4, verse 14. Says, And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him throughout all the region round about. So his obscurity ends with the great Galilean ministry. And I would say that this has been a great ministry, but it's it's going to be different now in Galilee. He's going to be surrounded. I mean, they're going to break the roof to see him. They are going to bring people to see him. And people are going to line the streets. Uh, the, the blind are going to say, you know, give us our sight. Uh, but uh, he does all these miracles because they're a testament to who he is. All right, so this is going to end episode 34. We got two more episodes before the great Galilean ministry. And I'm going to say adios, which means to God. And I'm going to say, vaya con Dios, go with God.